Welcome, everyone, to Best Behavior Creative Club. We're coming to you live from Nashville yet again, this time uh, at the Governor's Conference on Economic Development for the state of Tennessee. I'm your host, Chris McAdoo. I'm Brad Carpenter. <laughs> and our first guest for this series of podcasts is going to be Jeremy Barnes, who is with Mitsubishi. Uh, Mitsubishi, if you don't know, just moved their North American headquarters from California to Franklin, Tennessee, which is just pretty wonderful for the state. And it's got to be a big culture change for somebody like Jeremy. Jeremy, can you tell the good folks a little bit of your background and your your title and responsibilities there at Mitsubishi? Yeah, absolutely. First off, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I'm very proud to be here, very proud to represent Mitsubishi. Couldn't be more excited about moving to, uh, to Middle Tennessee as well. Obviously, you can tell which one I am in this podcast. I'm the one with a funny accent, unless you lived in England, at which point, Chris, that would be you. Um, but for today's purposes, let's just say I'm the one with a funny accent. Originally from London, England, my parents moved out to San Diego back in uh, the late 70s. I was all of 11 years old, got dragged along with mum and dad at the time. Grew up in San Diego, high school, went to San Diego State University. Knew I wanted to work in the car business somewhere along the line. Managed to go work at Toyota initially, spent nine years there, went to work at Jaguar Land Rover, because, you know, with an accent like this, you've got to go it home. It just makes sense. Absolutely. Did a couple of months with Lincoln Mercury, and then 15 years with Mazda, and now I've been with Mitsubishi for just a little over a year, and could not be more excited about it. Uh, it's a huge challenge helping Mitsubishi chart its new path back forwards again. We've seen the ups, we've seen downs, but the great news is we're on a rock solid, steady path forwards. And the move here, out here to Franklin, Tennessee, as you say, is a gigantic move. Not just for me, of course, purely personally, but for our company as a whole, moving away from Southern California out to Middle Tennessee, but also for all of the employees that we're bringing out here. It's just a very, very different place. Well, let's talk about that different place. Tell me, you know, from a from a company, you know, from a company standpoint, what was the impetus for the move, and what were the things that ended up making Franklin the decision? Because I know it came down between Franklin and Dallas. Yep. Yeah, it did. So Mitsubishi Motors is in. We're in the midst of a complete brand-wide reinvention right now. Okay. We're trying to figure out. What's the next generation of Mitsubishi Motors in the U.S. look like, right? We know we're a small company, but unlike other companies, we're embracing that. We are proud to be small. We don't need to be Toyota or Nissan or Ford. We don't need to be five, six, eight million vehicles a year in the U.S. And frankly, we have no desire to be. So we're really happy to be what we call a small and beautiful car company. Small in as much as we embrace our size, beautiful in as much as if we do small right, there's a lot of money to be made in the in doing small right. And that's where the beautiful right. side comes in, right? It's it's that the, the bottom line of the business, sure. which of course is the reason we get up and go to work every day ultimately. So there's a lot going on across the company, sort of this, this brand-wide reinvention of of building what, what uh, we call a culture of why, as in, why can't we do it that way? Why do we do it the way we've always done it? And why can't I try something new? Fred Diaz, our president and CEO, is gonna be chatting with Commissioner Rolf a little bit later this afternoon here uh -huh. at the ECD uh, conference. And those are the things that Fred's gonna mention as well, because this is all driven by his desire to build a new Mitsubishi Motors. So the most obvious part of that change, of course, is when you get to pick up, sell your home, build a new one and then move into into your new home out here in Franklin so you asked why why Franklin why middle Tennessee yeah, yeah. so we, we brought a company called JLL it's a big commercial real estate company into the act they're the company that actually helped uh, Toyota move out of Southern California and move to Dallas 
So we brought them in and we said, okay, we're looking for a big change. Where else in the country should we consider going? So JLL did a bunch of research and ultimately got it narrowed down to six cities. It was Denver, Phoenix, Charlotte, Atlanta, Dallas, Nashville. We were able to get rid of a few of them pretty quickly based on weather, based on proximity. Uh, sure, sure, were sure. they a place that we figured that we wanted to be as a company and did our employee team want to be there? Ultimately, we narrowed it down to Dallas and Nashville. We went to Texas. The folks in Dallas were lovely. They were friendly. They were welcoming. But that was about it. They pretty much said, if you want to come in, come on in. We'd love to have you here. Okay, okay. Nashville, however, was a completely different situation. We came here and it was as if we had come home the first time we came here. Ah. Everybody, from the governor to the guys driving Uber at the airport, welcomed us with open arms. We had absolutely clear in our mind that this was the right place for us. The attitude was right, the weather was right, the cost of living was right, the safety, the, the fact that this is a place that embraces new companies and brings them in. Right. Whether it was Governor Lee, whether it was Commissioner Rolf, whether it was uh, Matt Largen at Williamson Incorporated, even the folks in the, on the council at, in the city of Franklin, everybody has welcomed us with open arms. So it was really kind of a bit of a no-brainer when it came right down to it. And your, the headquarters itself, you guys will have about 200 people there? Yeah, that's absolutely right. We've got about 200 or so people in Southern California right now. Of that 200, uh, when we were making the decision about who was going to come to, to Tennessee with us, we offered it to about 60 people to make okay. the move with us. And of that, about a little less than 40 okay. of, uh, opted in to, take the, to, to make the move. You know, it's hard. We've been in Southern California since the early 80s. We've yeah. got people that have been with the company for a long time, and they've got very, very deep roots in California. Wow. And so for a lot of reasons, it didn't work for some people. For someone like my wife and myself, we couldn't wait. We jumped at the opportunity. Huh. At, in the first time I found out about it, my wife and I said, yeah, let's do it. Life's an adventure. Grab it with both hands. So from a personal standpoint, you've lived in San Diego or that area for how long? Well, I was born, uh, uh, let's see, 79 to 91, okay. and then 91 until about four days ago in uh, in Orange County, so just oh, south man. of Los Angeles. <laughs> so how how badly do you miss In-N-Out? Do you crave it you every know, day? I don't, and there's one about four miles from my old house, and I don't think I've been there more than once a year. Oh, I think In-N-Out is my favorite it's, it's place like, on the It's planet. like all things in life. Yeah. As soon as you know you can't have it, you, you, you want, want it. it. Yep. As soon as it's there all the time, you go, eh, eh, eh. You know, it's like saying, how often do you guys go down to Broadway? Well, right, who lives sure. in yeah, Nashville yeah, yeah. and goes to Broadway? It's like, I can't tell you the last time I went to Disneyland, I drive past Disneyland going to the office every single day. <laughs> I literally couldn't tell you when I last went there. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about, a little bit more about uh, you personally, because I understand you're also a kind of a car fanatic, yes, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So do you, uh, what's your fa what's your favorite ride? <laughs> Man, I got to yeah, what sure. is your well, favorite ride? Well, I, I like old cars. Okay. I've always had a thing for older cars. So I have a, uh, a 1967 Jaguar E-Type Coupe which is a car that my wife and I had, had coveted for many years, and oh we were very, very lucky to have been in a position to purchase one, and um, uh, we adopted well. She's a, she's a wonderful car. Her name is Lady Edith. Oh, amazing. And then we have a uh, 1960 Austin Healey Bug Eye Sprite oh, as well that we, uh, uh, that we were also very, very lucky to bring into our family. And then for a hobby, I race cars. I have a uh, first-gen Mazda Miata that I race with SCCA, the Sports Car Club of America, oh, wow. and NASA, the National Auto Sport mm -hmm. Association. 
So yeah, just being around cars is very much my thing. Again, part of the great joy of coming out here, my wife and I bought an amazing home down in Thompson Station mm-hmm. on eight acres of land, something that would never happen in yeah. Southern California. Right. And we're gonna build a shop. I would never get a chance to build a 4540 shop in Southern California. It just doesn't happen. So it's just, again, it's all part of the excitement of why this move is just, it's very personally, it's great for us. Um, corporately, it's fantastic for what it means for Mitsubishi, for just changing the way that we go to business. And then just building our new company based on the incredible people that are based here in the Nashville and Middle Tennessee area. Yeah. Because we've had so many amazing people apply for the nearly 150 positions that we have open out here. Wow. Well, okay, so for those 150 positions yep. that you guys are filling up, a lot of what I'm hearing from you is a, a care and a, a response and, a, and an attention paid to culture. So talk to me a little bit more about that doing small right yeah, that absolutely. you guys are working on and what are your next steps like with Mitsubishi here in Tennessee and right. all over the world? Is what are you guys looking to do next and how right. are you looking to be, bring those people in? Well, I, I won't touch on the world stuff because my, my responsibility is through Mitsubishi Motors North America, so specifically in the U.S., and Fred gotcha. Diaz, our president and CEO, is the head of the U.S. operations. But So on a global basis, yeah, we're a big car company. We're a, well, we're a gigantic global mega corporation, if you will. The, the parent company, Mitsubishi uh, Heavy Industries, makes everything from ocean-going ships to televisions to air conditioners and to cars, obviously. Okay. Mitsubishi Motors is an entirely separate division of Mitsubishi Heavy Industries. But embracing that small is something that's, that's core to who we are. And it started about six months ago. We launched a new advertising campaign that we call Small Batch. And this is that idea that when you stop at a traffic light, do you want to see yourself parked all the way around you? And that's just fine. If, huh. if, if, you, if you're okay with that, I encourage you to go buy the vehicles that you see every single day, sure. every time you sit at a light. We're looking for someone who's looking for something that's crafted, that's considered, that's, that's different, that's unique, that wants to stand out in the marketplace, that isn't looking to be the same old, same old. Right. That's the kind of customer that, that we want. Someone who, where, where community matters to them, where family matters to them, where giving back, where giving something more than you take away is important to them. And that's manifested in a little program we've just kicked off that we call our community utility vehicle. It's a little play on CUV, which is an industry term for crossover utility uh-huh. vehicle, right? That's what all of these car-based SUVs are. Community utility vehicle is where we can work with our dealer partners across the US to give vehicles to local charities to do local work. Wow. So for example, don't think of a national food uh, food kitchen organization. Think of Sister Mary's Food Kitchen in downtown Franklin. Don't think of the national SPCA, but think of the, of the Brentwood Animal Shelter, right? It's very hyper-targeted, hyper-local. Because like the old saying goes, all money is local, all politics are local, well, all charity work is local. It starts and it ends in each individual community. And for Mitsubishi Motors, that's really, really important to us. It's important to our new employees that we're bringing in because everyone wants to be a part of something special today. And we want to be able to give that back to both our employees and to the communities in which we do business. That is a really wonderful way to <laughs> like, to do that small batch thought, yeah. right? And so much of that can be, is it top down or is it bottom up development? 
Like what, do, what ways do you use to have your own employees and or your car community and or the folks that enjoy your product be those evangelists for that way of thinking? It, it's a combination of two. So top down, of course, the, the, the direction needs to come. It, well, it's a groundswell from the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's an agreement and a, a, a direction and almost a mandate from senior management to say, make it happen, people. Huh. You build it. Bring it back to us. We'll sign off on it if it makes sense. And it look at the end of the day, I won't argue. We're a corporation. We're in sure. business to make money. I'm not going to pretend anything other than that. But how you go about making money is what differentiates one company from another, and it differentiates the people that you attract to your company yeah. to come work there as well. So Fred Diaz, our president and CEO, says, "I want to be a part of the community. That matters to us." As soon as we got here, we became immediate members of the Williamson Inc. Chamber of Commerce. That's important to us. This is our new home. We want everyone to know how proud we are of being in Middle Tennessee and being in Franklin and being in Williamson County specifically. Then it's bottom up because ultimately this CUV program works best when we partner with our dealers. We have 360 or so dealers around the U.S. Every one of them is a local business. Everyone is a privately owned company. We don't own any of our dealers huh. anywhere in the country. A lot of people don't know that. Manufacturers don't own dealers. We're actually legally prohibited from doing so. So every person that owns a dealer is a business person in their community, right? So um, uh, there's, a, the, there's two stores in the, the Nashville area. There's Hallmark and there's Tim Short. The guys that own those stores, they own the Mitsubishi business in that community it is their job to build community around it and then to give the, the the people in the area a reason to say you know what i'm not going to buy a toyota because the toyota guy doesn't fill in the blank the honda guy doesn't fill in the blank but the mitsubishi guy he's given a car through the community utility program to the local soup kitchen and i see it running around town with a cuv logo on the side of it a community utility vehicle and it says right there special thanks to tim short Mitsubishi, or special thanks to, to Hallmark Mitsubishi and Mitsubishi Motors. That's local investment in a local community because that's where all money does good. So to answer your question, is it top down or bottom up? Yes, it is. <laughs> a great like a PR guy. A great answer from a yes, a great answer from a, a seasoned PR pro. Oh my gosh! So from your career, uh, from your career, from all the different car companies, from your you know Toyota mm -hmm. um, to Mazda, and your actual love of the thing that you are building. Like I always find it interesting when someone is involved in doing something and helping others to do the same that really cares for it that really has a love for the engines, that yep. really has a love for the cars, you know? And so I want to take this, I want to take kind of our last question into what would you tell someone in the state of Tennessee or elsewhere that also wants to pursue that same drive? You want to affect your community, you want to build a company around that, and you want to do good beyond the profit motive, sure. but it all serves that purpose. Yeah, of course. The, the first thing I would say is follow your heart. You know, everyone knows the old expression, you do what you love for a living, you'll never work a day in your life. I'm, I'm very blessed. I've had an amazing career up to this point, 28 years in the car business. I've, I've done some amazing things. I've driven some amazing cars. I've been to some incredible restaurants and some incredible events around the world. I've been incredibly lucky. But every day I consider myself lucky because I get to go to work to try and make things better. From my world, in the public relations world, what's, what I love so much about what I do for a living is I touch every aspect of the business. The parts guys are in charge of parts. The legal guys are in charge of legal. 
the, the, the HR people are in charge of the HR side of things. From public relations, we touch everything. We touch all of those, whether it's vehicle related, whether it's government related, whether it's facilities related, whether it's dealer related, whether it's customer related, whether it's financing. We touch all of that. And for my world, I love that part of it. So I've been incredibly lucky to have been able to do what I love for many, many, many years. So first thing I would say is figure out what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what makes you go to bed every night going, man, how soon before I can get up and go to the office again? <laughs> That's a pretty special place to be. And look, I'm not going to lie and tell you that the world is all full of fluffy bunnies and, and rainbows. <laughs> it's a job. There's a reason they pay you to do it, right? It's not a volunteer op opportunity. <laughs> but I'm very lucky to love what I do and work at a company that I respect and work for people that I respect as well. Who we all, We're all kindred spirits. We all want to make things better in different ways. And when you bring all those different viewpoints together, that's what ultimately gives you that, it gives you that, that organization that's all marching in the same direction. Mitsubishi is a small company. Everybody needs to be rowing in the same direction. If we've got one guy, three back on the right, that's, that's half an, a stroke off of everybody else, that boat doesn't go straight. It just doesn't. We're not big enough to be able to absorb that one person who isn't on the same program as mm -hmm. everyone else. That's part of the reason for this move to Middle Tennessee as well, is, is to just refocus everyone on the future and build that future together as a team. So do what you love. That's the first thing I would say. Do it where you think you can make a difference, because I think that's super important. And do it 110% every single day. There's a lot of jobs in this world. And if you don't like the one you're doing, go find another one. Jeremy Barnes, thank you so much for joining us. And we appreciate you guys all rowing in the same direction <laughs> to our, our nice state of Tennessee. Do you appreciate that callback? I do. Very yes. nicely done. Very um, nicely done. We, we certainly appreciate proud. your time. We certainly appreciate that you guys are here. And for somebody that wants to learn more about Mitsubishi Motors, where yep. can they go? MitsubishiCars.com. MitsubishiCars.com. And anyone that wants to join the Mitsubishi Motors family out here in Franklin, MitsubishiCars.com slash careers. You'll find every one of the job openings that we have up there. As I mentioned, we're looking to fill about 150 positions. We've got about 45 or 50 of them filled so far. So let's say round numbers. There's still another 100 people that can come join the Mitsubishi Motors family and make a difference with us. It sounds like a wonderful family to be a part of. Uh, we appreciate your time. Jeremy, this is Chris McAdoo, and this has been Best Behavior Creative Club.